Welcome to the 16th special Advent episode of the Sailor Time to Pause podcast from Plexus Salvation Army, an online church in the UK. As we journey through Advent this year, we're joined by chaplains from our Homelessness Services Unit who work in our life houses and hostels around the country. They will help us to explore the four great themes of hope, peace, love and joy. Today, as we start our final week, we're joined by Pamela Smith from Devonport Lifehouse in Plymouth, who's considering our final theme of joy. is Pamela and I'm pleased to be able to share with you around the great theme of joy. I'm a chaplain at the Devonport Lifehouse in Plymouth and the core officer at a lovely historic market town in Devon called Tavistock. I've been a Salvation Army officer for many years. I am married and have two adult daughters and one grandson. I like to read and swim and walk by the sea or in the countryside. I am terrible at following directions on a sat-nav and have got lost in four major world cities. However, enough about me. Let us begin our journey looking at the theme of joy. For the theme of the five short talks, I have borrowed the title of C.S. Lewis's book, Surprised by Joy. So for our first talk together today, I want to look at the words we use when we think of the word joy and think about what joy means. And our first talk I have called The Surprise That the Oxford Dictionary Might Be Wrong. So let's get going. Now it may come as no surprise to us that joy is one of the central themes in the Bible. Joy runs like a golden thread alongside faith, hope, peace and love. Indeed, the word joy and rejoice and gladness appear over 400 times. In the season of Advent and as we approach Christmas Day, we will read a lot about joy. We see Mary rejoicing as she receives the news she will give birth to the Saviour. The angels announce to the shepherds good news of great joy. And the wise men, when they see the star, are overjoyed. There is a lot of joy around at Christmas. But what does this word mean? Now, according to the Oxford English Dictionary, the definition of joy is this. The emotion evoked by well-being, success or good fortune, or by the prospect of possessing what one desires. However, we may say that this definition of joy is heavily linked to the circumstances of life. According to this definition, joy is a feeling that you have when you are feeling okay in yourself, when you've achieved success in life, received a lucky break, or you have at last received what you wish for. But we all know that many times life does not give us all that we need. There are times when instead of knowing success, we face failure. We do not catch that lucky break and we do not get the things we wish for. So although we get this definition, when we look at the Bible, we see that joy is possibly something else, something a bit deeper. Joy in the Bible seems something constant that we may receive rather than being a feeling we can have if we feel okay, are successful and are fortunate. 
The Bible also seems to tell us that we can know the surprise of joy even in difficult times. The most joyful of Paul's letters was written from a prison cell. And James, the half-brother of Jesus, said, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. Which in itself is a bit of a surprise and certainly does not tie up with the Oxford Dictionary. Furthermore, if we look into scripture, we also see that joy and rejoicing is commanded. It is clear that rejoicing is to be part and parcel of our lives, no matter what the circumstances. Throughout the whole scripture from Deuteronomy to the New Testament, we read time and time again, rejoice, rejoice, rejoice. I'm not going to read every one of the scriptures for there are literally hundreds of examples, but I will read a few. Let Israel be glad in his maker. Let the children rejoice in their king. Rejoice in the Lord. Serve the Lord with gladness. Be glad in the Lord and rejoice, O righteous, and shout for joy, all you are upright in heart. And Paul says to the Christians in his letter, Rejoice. Rejoice always. And again, I say, rejoice. So we kind of get the impression that how the Oxford Dictionary defines joy is not really adequate for how the Bible thinks about joy. So what do Bible scholars say about what the Bible means by joy? The Bible teacher William Barclay wrote this. Christian joy is independent of all the things on earth because it has its source in the continual presence of Christ. Rick Warren says, Joy is the settled assurance that God is in control of all the details of my life, the quiet confidence that ultimately everything is going to be all right, and the determined choice to praise God in every situation. Another Bible teacher has written, Joy is not about circumstances, but a purposeful response amidst the circumstances. Being joyful doesn't mean you need to be ignorant or ignore what is going on around you. Rather, it is about having the proper perspective amidst whatever life throws at you. Joy is the set of the sail of the soul in the wind of circumstance. Joy is living from a new heavenly perspective. It may be a bit of a surprise that the esteemed Oxford Dictionary does not quite define joy in its totality and reality. But thankfully, we have God's word to know what joy really means. And I pray that as we look at joy over the next few days, we'll discover more of the surprise of joy we find in scriptures. I pray too that we will walk in the way of rejoicing in the days to come. Thank you for listening. I just have a few questions for you to think about if you wish to. So the first question, if you had to write a definition of joy for a dictionary, what would your definition be? Second question. What do you feel about the command we see in Scripture to rejoice? Do you find it easy to always rejoice, especially in trials and heartaches? And the third question, are there spiritual disciplines that help you to rejoice in God? May God bless you. Heaven and nature sing, and heaven and nature sing.